0: Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from percysgrowroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Marge from Canada.
1: Hello, everybody. <laughs>
2: uh, we have Boba Huck from Australia. G'day guys, Bubble Hawk here from Drop Bear Central. And Monkey Doo from the southeast USA. That's right, Monkey down here in the hot, hot and humid
1: south.
0: That's right, it's hot and humid everywhere right now, I think. How about you up there, Marge, in the, in the far north? What are your temperatures like right now?
1: Oh yeah, it's hot in here, but It's about 30 degrees Celsius today.
0: Wow, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Sweater to weather. Toasty, nice
0: and toasty. I think we hit about 30 degrees today. But it's on 24 now because it's heading into evening time, but... Yeah, man, it's been warm. It's been
2: warm. What about you, Bob Hockey? You're say you on 10, 11, right? It's cold for you. Yeah, it's been so pretty well. Uh, maxes have been around that 11, 10, 11, 12, around there. Um, lowest it got to was minus two the other day. I woke up in the morning and everything's covered in ice. So, um, yes, a little, little bit chilly, but, um, you know, not too bad. Not as bad as some places. About monkeys
0: yeah, alone
2: in there in forties or something. What oh, are you on, monkey? I say I'm, just, I'm 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 accepting
3: the fact that it's the other end of the world. But to me, just sitting there, you know, realizing how hot it was today out there cutting the lawn, thinking like ice,
1: really? Yeah. Ice. <laughs> so what are you
3: talking about? <laughs> Where the fuck are you living? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it and all that stuff, but still it just it's so unnatural.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's cause you yeah, I mean- down by that uh that frozen continent. Yeah, but that, that place down there, yeah. you know, the cold one blows the
2: cold wind over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just had it, we just had a bit of a polar blast sort of thing come through and it just cool, cooled everything down. So it's not, you know, it's not as bad. And it's only like one one morning you get up, and it's like so the worst worst thing for us is when you've got no cloud cover. So if you have no cloud cover at night, um by the morning, it's cold. Yeah. For um sure. that's that's where you get those really low numbers. But... mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. And everybody I might have COVID. I'm not sure, but I'm feeling like shit. Taking oh my god! And...
3: hope you have your mask on right now. Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm a responsible citizen. That's fine. Okay. You all if vaccinated catch it. though, right? You know. Yeah, I'm vaxxed. But if I if I test positive, I'm coming after you, man. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. yeah. social distancing.
1: It's okay. Yeah. Of okay. <laughs> yes. I'm, we're I'm six foot back from the
3: microphone. We'll right. <laughs> just cough extra
0: hard. You know? <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, feeling like shit, but the show must go on and all that shit. So we're here anyway to do the show and plow through this shit of taking painkillers and medications, the pharmaceutical type. Yeah.
1: Hey, ugh. living through science sometimes, right? Uh,
0: fucking, it's horrible, man. I hate that shit. They
3: say that CBD stuff's good for COVID, so hit that CBD cream and cheese, man.
0: Well, I did that. Yeah. It's like all day I've been feeling like shit and then I've uh, taken some pills. They worked a little bit, but then it was like eight o'clock, maybe quarter to eight, an hour before the show starts. I'm going to hit some of that CBD, get some of that natural mother nature medicine down, down me. You know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, and yeah.
0: Man, i just like felt better after that. that. That's what really improved the fucking mood, and you know, feeling yeah. much better after hearing some of that CBD. So it, in my opinion, it works.
3: <laughs> we'll take it for what it's worth. But yeah, we've been saying that all along, smoke more weed, you
0: won't have some bad, bad of COVID. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm still my testing experiences negative, experiences. but you know, two people in the house are tested positive for COVID. So I'm feeling like shit and it's not going to be something that isn't COVID, you know? Just, yeah. The chances are it is COVID just not showing up yet. All signs point to the spicy cough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but yeah, feeling good. Ready to do the show. That's what I'm saying. It might pass out halfway through we'll let you know as time if goes on really
1: quiet <laughs> you know, if it gets quiet. really quiet air and the stream
0: keeps going on for hours and hours with quietness you know what happens <laughs> you know and the stream just goes on for hours and hours <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see what happens anyway so uh what we're doing today we're talking about the cannabis news and events as we do and because it's so hot everywhere except for bubblehawk uh we're going to discuss how to keep your grow room cool and i have the answer i'll
3: stop spoiler alert you move down to australia right now that's how you keep your, your <laughs> just keep moving back and forwards isn't it that would work perfectly mm-hmm. just give me, you know i, I just Cheat. see a nice cargo plane and i can move stuff back and forth
2: mm-hmm. it, come mm-hmm. visit me come visit me down here
0: <laughs> well yeah i gotta get ready for the drop there. so
1: mm. yeah
0: that's right it's too dangerous down yeah. there man it's too dangerous need helmet spiders. Body body armor. and shit <laughs> you know? it's, yeah it's not that bad. I've seen arachnophobia, yeah. bro. I don't know what's going on. Fuck that shit. Huh. Damn, oh, arachnophobia, on, man. How much of a horrible movie was that? you all seen arachnophobia, right? Remember? I don't Remember? know
1: if I ever did see it. Because... Oh, wow. Gross.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a Too many. One. It
1: features too many spiders.
0: Yeah, it's like, I'm not afraid of spiders and shit, but arachnophobia, cut down that will make you scared of spiders. This is why most people are arachnophobic because they watch that fucking movie. Ugh. Well, I about
3: snakes on a plane. Did that make you f- be afraid of snakes? Snakes yeah, and plane, snake. Yeah, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> terrified. That,
0: that movie was so gross. funny. It was. Out, it, you know, it was funny. I'm like <laughs> the movie titles that are descriptive.
3: You yeah. yeah. <laughs> know. Yeah, pretty much. Hot tub time machine. There you yeah. go. You, you know
1: everything
2: you need to know what's is right there in the about? title. Uh, yeah.
0: That
1: was a good
0: movie too. Hmm. Uh, will my grow room stay cool if I play Bob Marley and Peter Tosh on loop? (laughs) Definitely, yes, 100%. That was that was gonna be the first one we suggested when we got to the grow guide section.
1: That's the top recommendation,
0: you know, know. just an easy way as well, easy, cheap way. You
2: know, (laughs) Sparky must have access to the show notes. What's going
1: on here?
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, man. So, let's do this. Are we ready? Are we ready to talk about some. Cannabis news and events from around the world. Well, we're not here to fuck spiders. So, oh God. Well, that's a new one for me. <laughs> That's a new one. It's an old You're Australian right. saying. This is what they do all the time. <laughs> is that an Australian saying? Go,
1: it is. It is an Australian conversation. Thing. Is it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That means let's get on with it. Let's do it. No, it wow. makes
1: sense. But all next week now, I'm going to be like, yep, we're not here to fuck spiders. So, yeah. I like and people are going to look at you and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> But they'll know because it makes sense.
0: They'll know. Yes. Is that an Australian yeah. saying?
3: <laughs> <laughs> if they ever say that, that'll just blow my mind.
0: <laughs> right then, yeah, let's pretty, do this. Let's go to the news. News. So let's begin fucking spiders. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the Cannabis News and Events from around the world, of course, we bring the uh, different news stories, which we've seen across the internet this week. And if you want to send any news stories with us so we can cover it next week, then send it on the forum at postgrown.com or email us at high and we'll be able to get the news stories from there. That'll be cool. But for now, we have some. We've got, uh, I mean, I think I'll go first with this one. It's, uh, you know, the Brittany Griner thing. Have you all heard of this? What's going on here? Yes, the... Uh... Mm-hmm. athlete uh, that's enjoy, yeah the yeah the athlete um, detained in russia right that's right that's right mm-hmm. cbd cards or something for like some that. reason she went to russia and, you know not really a good idea well, uh, right, not, right <laughs> now anyway <laughs> He's,
3: that's what i was gonna say especially considering
0: mm-hmm. i don't think it's ever really a good idea to go to russia but i don't know that's just that's just me oh it seems like a scary place man you know what i mean especially when it comes to the point where you're taking weed in with you. So there's Brittany Griner. She's a, a basketball player, right? Yeah. And uh, mm. she took some cannabis medicine with her to Russia. She got arrested and now uh, she's been in prison for a while. It says uh, the headline here, Brittany Griner had a doctor's note for cannabis use. Her lawyer out Russian court. So, yeah, fucking yeah, I don't know, man. This whole story, I mean, it's shit that this chick is in prison. For possession of cannabis in Russia as well, which you know it's not gonna be a nice prison to be in. But what the fuck was she thinking, man? Really? I
3: don't mm-hmm. care if you got a doctor's note or not, if it's illegal in the
0: country, it just yeah, doesn't I mean, make a lot of sense. You know, you ain't gonna get the there right and be like, oh, you have a doctor's note from America and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's an American <laughs> doctor.
3: Of course we accept that.
0: You know, what I mean, we like Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, Um, probably not funny to her, but it seems kind of ludicrous that she would think a doctor's note would just get her off the hook.
0: But uh, uh, just arrogance, I think. I don't even know what the fuck she was thinking. It says Kim Key, Russia, a lawyer for WNBA star Brittany Griner at her drug possession trial in Russia on Friday, gave the court a US doctor's letter recommending she use medical cannabis to treat pain. Uh, They ain't gonna care. I'm surprised she didn't got a court case. <laughs> you know, there's a judicial system there in Russia. Wow. wow. Uh, Griner, a two-time Olympic gold medalist and standout for the Phoenix Mercury, was arrested at Moscow's uh, Sherem Tevmo. It's close, right? Sherem. Anybody going to try pronouncing that? Can you... Just say, <laughs> just say no, Russians we aer-
3: aer- <laughs> An airport in Russia. An, an
0: airport that? in Russia. <laughs> in February after customs officials said they found vape canisters containing cannabis oil in her luggage <gasps> she faces up to 10 years in prison if convicted on charges of transporting drugs a court last week griner pleaded in court last week sorry griner pleaded guilty and acknowledged possession of the canisters but she had no criminal intent and said they were in her luggage because she packed hastily in a return to Russia, uh, in her return to Russia to play for the UMMC. I'm never going to pick a fucking Russian article again, but the <laughs> Ekaterinburg <laughs> basketball team during the WNBA's off season. So, you know, now she's saying, I mean, she, did she either take it because she needs it for medicine or did she accidentally take it by packing her stuff too quickly? And make your mind up, get your story straight. You know, I would have just said no comment the whole way <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: but, it's something which you have to consider when you're going abroad to so anywhere everybody you know we all go on holidays and do this kind of thing but check the fucking laws of the country you are going to before you consider taking any weed over to yeah. that country it's just not worth no, it it's right.
3: not, not just weed anything I mean mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. you're not in your own country and laws are different anywhere you go ask hmm. questions it's a good thing you know ask questions
0: so in russia's judicial system admitting guilt does not automatically end the trial since that plea her court session has focused on in person and written testimony to her good character of and athletic prowess this bit pisses me off a bit griner wore a nirvana t-shirt she doesn't even look old enough to know who the fuck nirvana is That's right,
1: name three songs Name three songs or (laughs) check
0: that fucking shirt up (laughs) And she sat in front of the defendant's cage That is customarily in Russian courtrooms. So she just wore a varnish shirt to court Yeah Yeah. At one point she held up a photo Of fellow WNBA players Wearing her name and a number 42 On their uniforms to tribute Like 420 (laughs) Mm, On their uniforms to tribute To part of Sunday's all-star game In Chicago you say, Monkey?
3: No, I was something else about 442 uh, came up at, at the house. I'll t- we'll talk about it later in the after party.
0: Oh, uh, skipping down to here, our good friend, former Vice President Joe Biden. <laughs> 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 US President Joe Biden and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, nice seasoning names, look at that, have said they are doing all they could to win her release as well as that of other Americans the US considers wrongly detained by Russia. And we briefly discussed this before, didn't we, Michael? We said something about this. This is more like a uh, political prisoners.
3: Yeah, it, it seems to be these days with the tension building be- between Russia and the rest of the world, it seems these days, these you know high profile prisoners seem to be becoming more valuable on both sides. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a shame that, this, that she's getting drugged through this. You know, if if it's a political thing she doesn't need to be part of this yeah,
0: most likely it's a political thing man that's what all this shit's about but still i
3: mean i understand they do have a right to arrest her because she mm. did do something that was illegal in in that country mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so but it, it's a shame that she has to go through all of this for some cbd
2: yeah was it cbd as well
3: that's what i was told that it was
2: cbd uh uh vapes Wow, man. That's what I thought it was, a little CBD card or something. And it wasn't even mm-hmm. full. It was like a, a half-used one or something, remembering. Mm-hmm.
0: Crazy, man. You know, poor chick, it's not like we think that she should be in prison for what she's doing or, you, you know, you say that she shouldn't be taking a medicine elsewhere because she should be able to. But fortunately, that's just not how the world works, man. You have to be more cautious than that. If it's illegal in a country, especially a country like Russia,
1: <laughs> don't be
0: taking the fucking shit over there, you know? Oh. Uh. It's yeah. crazy. I mean,
3: generally, the way the world is working nowadays, even if it's legal in that country, they still don't want you bring it in, in bringing yours into the borders.
0: Well, she could so like necessarily... If you're, into the, well, if
3: you're going into the Netherlands, you wouldn't want to bring your cannabis to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't appreciate that.
0: Well, you know, there's states in the USA where cannabis is still fully illegal. So she could leave uh-huh. her state and go to one of those states and get in shit for it. Mm-hmm. It's like, check, it, check where you're going. And check the cannabis rules specifically before you try taking cannabis out of there. You know, know what you're dealing with. Or taking cannabis into there. It's crazy, man. But, you know, leaving a little something in your pocket when you're in Amsterdam and forgetting about it. I'm using my fingers here. Forgetting about it in the jean <laughs> pocket. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're flying from there to get into the UK.
3: Oh, the missus has found... Uh roaches that she stashed in a purse like this is a, like a month or so after we get back or something like that so uh, they're really not checking that closely is what I'm saying no, no. you know
0: and as we said last week man sniffer dogs are not going to be searching for cannabis for too much
2: longer well New Zealand anyway
0: in New Zealand it will spread, it will spread. <laughs> yeah man so good luck I don't think she's going to be getting out of prison anytime soon really mm. you know the, the What can you do? It's been been a high-profile case as well. A lot of people are talking about this.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if Russia's known for a quick judicial judicial system.
0: uh, They'll hold on to as long as they need to until they can swap for people in the USA.
3: They're also not known for leniency, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sure that's accurate. (laughs) They don't look around.
3: What can yeah, you do? Probably yeah. like any country, though. You know, if you have enough money and enough clout, you probably get, get a shortcut through the system. Seems to be that's, that's an almost an international thing. Damn. Money talks. Always.
0: Yeah, man. This chick's already been in prison for a long time as well. He says uh, something about December the 20th. He was He say that uh, the grinder's detention has been authorized through December 20th, suggesting the trial could last months. Right. Uh, so she's looking at being in prison until December 20th, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking bullshit anymore for some CBD cartridges.
1: Russia needs That's to get crazy. to
0: grips, man, and start legalizing. I
1: think they're <laughs> focused on other things right now.
0: Really? I
3: haven't
1: had
0: Russia doing much over the last few months, so it's still been pretty quiet, right?
3: <laughs> it is pretty crazy, though. You know, she pleaded guilty, but the trial still can last months. Mm-hmm. Like, boy, you talk about... It. I could, that's not a really efficient judicial system, is it?
0: right
3: you're gonna clock all like a, that, right? She's like, <laughs> okay, I'm guilty, sentence me. Oh no, we gotta talk about this for three months.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're to drag it out first. What are you
3: talking like about? That. We don't know if you're guilty. You just think you're guilty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Crazy shit. Well, good luck. I hope she gets out soon, man. There's no way that she should be left in prison for too long. You know, she's a bit of CBD and shit. But again, this is necessarily her own fault, man. She shouldn't have been taking that shit over into Russia in the first yeah. place. Be fucking careful. <laughs> yeah, Russia ain't gonna play no silly games, man. If you're taking weed over there, they find it with you, they're gonna fuck you over. So
1: I imagine it would be very similar. Like if you're going to a place like China, mm-hmm.
0: you know,
1: mm-hmm. it's the same Ooh. kind of idea. That's yeah. the last place you wanna be bringing weed into.
0: You know, yeah, fucking death penalty or some shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. I
3: wouldn't even want to be bringing it in to Thailand. You know, I just showing yeah. up at the airport there with something. Nope, not not going to happen. Yeah, so we
2: know sure. what happens when you do that. So, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> yeah, never. You know, it's like you're a
3: smuggler. You're going to jail. We still
0: have yeah. these fucking arguments about weed being legal in the UK and you know, and the rest of the USA and shit all over the world. Mm-hmm. It's a, we're a long way before the whole world legalizes cannabis. Yeah, not where you can go anywhere with weed. You can you imagine duty-free cannabis?
2: Oh,
1: yeah, just yes. thinking that you'd go to the airport, <laughs> and come out, duty-free. <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah.
0: You imagine that that'd store. Be, wow.
2: Great. And then, and you know how they, you know, how when you go to duty-free and they got the one-liter bottles, can you imagine? Imagine going in and you're getting like you know, thirty-gram ounces and stuff instead of the twenty-eight-gram ounces. Oh Hot. man! The All man, over man, it. Huh? Yeah. Quarter pound, you Get the
3: quarter-pound bag here. You know, it's duty-free. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like those big Toblerone blocks, but just a big chunk of hash. Like <laughs> Toblerone hash oh. blocks. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I like it. That's
3: yeah. It.
0: That does sound good.
1: Yeah. We I, can dream yeah. a world in our lifetime.
3: No, but
0: yeah. I wish I may. I wish I might. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's <laughs> weird, though,
3: because I mean, you, you can do that with tobacco and liquor. So there you go. I mean,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's only, you know, it, only a few, uh, few yeses away, isn't it, really? Yeah, that's all. So I was saying, Monkey, you got some news,
0: some good news, right?
3: Yeah, it's just kind of a fun story a little bit like that. It comes from the hills. Uh, and it's like incorporating weed is a growing trend for weddings. And here's what you need to know. Uh, now, this, you know, when I saw this, I've heard of this a little bit. And I've seen a few things out there. I don't know if you've all have ever seen anything, uh, news articles or whatnot. Marge, I'm sure people in Canada have, have used... Uh, weed flowers for like the bride's bouquet and things like that.
1: Mm-hmm. I've nice. also
3: seen uh, the, the best man and i have like boutonnieres made out of weed flowers. And I've always wondered on that, that, that had to be a sticky mess if all over your clothes or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm. <laughs> but anyway, no, this, this actually takes it to the next, le- next level. Um, if you're in a wedding reception, you may have been met with an open bar, but have you ever been to one that had an open, different kind of an open bar, maybe an open weed bar. And mine was kind of like that.
1: <laughs>
3: i don't know now <laughs> well it, the company that that uh, started this thing it says it's growing exponentially each each year when they asked about the popularity of the weed bars is people are going to events where they see people that are using cannabis and they're not drinking alcohol and they like the vibe in the room so they're going like hey i kind of want that at my wedding because you have to admit you know if i've been to I've been to to parties where people smoke more and I've been to parties where people drink a lot more. Mm -hmm. And the weed parties are generally, people are sitting down and they're having conversations. It gets a little more intellectual or reflective, or maybe the music's on and everybody's chilled out as -hmm. opposed to the drinking party, where people are yelling at each other from across the room and the stereo's (laughs) blasting so loud, you can't hear anything. So this is what they're talking about with the vibe. And I can really get this. I mean, if you want to have a wedding that's kind of peaceful and reflective, to where it's you're into the moment, weed kind of to me would be the way I would go. So they said in, in the first year, this company received twelve requests, and by the second year, that number had doubled, and it's been doubling ever since. It's growing exponentially. Hmm. And now one of our friends uh, that we have interviewed before, Lizzie Post, uh, weighed in on this, and she says, "I do think cannabis has been legalized for more than a, for more than couples are looking." Uh, excuse me. I do think that cannabis has been legalized that more couples are looking into and are excited about incorporating it into their wedding.
0: Especially it's into really... their wedding cake. Uh. Ah, you know, she actually gets
3: into that uh, down there later. You know, Lizzie also weighs in saying that what happened in Florida and she's referring to where somebody decided to slip uh, weed in, into some stuff and, and not tell people. She said, that is like bad, bad etiquette, mm-hmm. super bad and don't ever do that. <laughs> but, you know, so, so Lizzie's like, okay, if you're going to do it, do it right, though. You know, so offerings are usually on these open bars are going to be things like you may have like a flight of pre rolls. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Sit down and hand you three little mini joints, different, different strains, sit down and enjoy. Maybe a smokeless glass vape, you know, just heat it with a lighter and vape right out the glass tube, and you're done. Course, different kinds of edibles and bud tenders to to give you a guided experience along the way
0: in tuxedos.
3: (laughs) In tuxedos, right? I wonder if they use silver platters and gloves and all that stuff, too. Who knows? These are Acapulco
0: gold. Would you like to try some, (laughs) sir? I'm saying.
3: It would really, to me, that would be a super cool thing, because I mean, it would almost be like having a catered experience with a bud tender that knew what they were doing to kind of help me out. And and I could learn a whole lot right then. And of course, enjoy the heck out of myself, too. But, you know, you always see people that overdo it at weddings that, that go a little bit too far on, on the open bar. I won't, I wonder if you would have a similar experience with weed bars. Are you going to have somebody that's going to go too far and you get the white? Whitey? You know, is, is that yeah, going that's to going to
0: happen, man. It's going to happen for those people mm-hmm. who uh, don't use cannabis often. But that happens mm-hmm. at the drink ones as well. I remember being at a wedding when I was young and there was a guy who was passed out on the table in like a puddle of sick. You know, yeah. Man. It's like...
1: Yeah, there's always one at every
0: wedding. At yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes there's more than one. You know?
1: Yeah, mm. yeah.
2: But but themselves having, into
0: a right statement is ridiculous
2: i think having a bud tender had helped that though having mm. having someone there that knew what they were doing and understood tolerance and things like that and what each strain is going to do as a whole and Ooh. then what it's going to do mixing said strains because that's the other side of that too it's all well and good to have to be seen there tasting different strains but I know myself I can have one strain (laughs) and be sweet and I can have another strain and be sweet. But you mix those two and bad shit happens. So it's like, you know, knowing, knowing where and what to mix is probably a good thing too. Yeah. I like the idea though.
1: Well, they have sounds uh, like a fun wedding
2: in the picture. Mm. They kind of had a picture of the flights
3: of these little pre-rolls going on. And it kind of looks like maybe they're like a third of a gram cones or something like that, but still thinking about, like you were saying bubble hawk if you uh you got a newbie up there and grabs one of these flights of these cones and tries to polish off a full gram of of flour Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that's that's really that's going to knock somebody flat so Mm -hmm. i would hope that the i would hope that the bud tender would really really caution and really try and and guide people along in these situations so they would have a good experience Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. You know, this, is, this is a sense of calm and gratitude and happiness and laughter that, that uh permeates throughout the weddings that use these weed bars you know, and, and one of the one of the catches are when you have a weed bar in your wedding you have to bring id because the weed bar has to check differently yeah. um if it's a private event i know in the state i live in if it's a private event you can go inside of the event and if it's an open bar yeah, uh, you they don't have to check your ID and every time and all that stuff like that. It, it's pretty relaxed there because it's a private event. They're not serving the public. They're serving the people that have been invited to this thing. However, even if, even within that, because of the weed law in, in the country, you still have to check every time you access cannabis, you have to recheck the ID. So mm. <laughs> it's, it's kind of strange for a wedding, you know? bring your official state id make sure you have your official state ID if if you want to enjoy the weed bar
2: i wonder if there's a way around that for them as in you know when everybody comes and sits down if they had multiple tenders come to the table with every strain and or product that's going to be used over the night explained everything in one hit and showed everybody checked everyone's ids then i Mm. I don't see why because you, all of the all the items have been brought out. Each one of them is being shown, explained, or whatever. Um, you know, maybe that's a way around. The it. good
0: thing, I mean, being in the UK, you don't go to many weddings where there's a lot of smokers. And being a smoker, not you know, I used to smoke a lot more than I do now. But back in the day, you know, I'd go out and I'd be the only real stoner in the whole fucking place, man, and I would stink, and everybody yeah. else wouldn't. It was obviously oh. me. But then when when these fucking these weddings out here like this more people are doing this kind of thing you know when it's legalized in the uk and shit then you're not going to be so singled out you still take your own weed in there and they wouldn't think anything of you You wouldn't need your id (laughs) take my own weed you know what I'm saying
3: yeah I imagine that it's going to depend upon the bride and groom decide whether or not they would allow the smoking of the cannabis inside Mm -hmm. of the Mm -hmm. room you know but you could do vaping uh I can just see in my, in my mind, some, some dispensary coming up with the name of the bride and groom on the vape cart, you know, and you, you get your personalized <laughs> wedding great. vape pan. Yeah. And
1: so yes. yeah, you're
3: done as you check your ID once and here's your half gram vape cart. Go enjoy. Right.
1: Vaping so. actually too would be a great way for like microdosing for people who aren't heavy smokers or inexperienced and stuff too.
3: Yeah, and you could give them different choices of, of flavors and strengths and things like that. I mean, there's a lot of ways. But to me, a little vape, vape carts would be a great way to do it for uh, memories. Oh, no, and instead of having shadow, the little, uh, you know, the little mints that you usually see at, at weddings. So yeah, you could also have cannabis infused mints mm. as well. So lots of classy ways to do this. But well, I yeah. like the idea a lot.
0: You'll get them mm. people though who don't use weed very often, and you know they'll be them kind where they take the weed and now they're all hyperactive. You know, they're laughing. You know, they're just fucking exaggerating what they think it is to be stoned. You know, them people. Yeah. You know, but you get but those, them are, those are
3: kind of fun to watch for a little while, though. You know what I mean? Because yeah, they really okay. think they're
2: supposed to act this way. Yeah, that's uh, it. Old, it? Yeah. The old headstone is sitting back pissing themselves laughing.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Calm down, Sheila.
0: The yeah, <laughs> quarter of a gram of paper what's wrong here right.
2: ethel's out there doing backflips on the dance floor at 93 you know the snapper head.
3: my arthritis is of,
0: gone
2: bride and groom, <laughs> you know, to
3: me cannabis on after your wedding like that at the reception would be a great thing take the edge off because mm-hmm. there's so much stress going on with so many people want you to do so much man, oh, man. that would love that yeah, you know, take five minutes after, after the ceremony and go smoke smoke a joint before you go to the reception. I mean, that would be the way
2: to go. Yeah, just make sure you get your photos done first, so you're not faded as they hell all <laughs> held during that photo shoot. When you oh, shit. Yeah, everybody got red yeah, eyes,
3: it's got to be real, man. <laughs> just dribbling
2: on yourself in the photos. Right.
3: Look at that pretty white dress and those red eyes.
0: Yeah, why has everybody got their <laughs> eyes closed in all the pictures? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're
3: wearing shades. That's right,
2: steamed. <laughs> it must have been a sunny day
0: yeah
3: i <laughs> hope i hope this catches on though because i think that there's business to be made here you know mm-hmm. if we uh just curious marge have you seen anything such as this in canada
1: i haven't really myself yet no
0: mm-hmm.
1: no i'm sure they're out there though i'm sure there's people who are incorporating these into the weddings but i haven't really seen it myself yet
3: yeah, when I start seeing articles like this, it's almost like okay, this is intendedly thrown out in the media to get people to start thinking about this a little bit. Uh, yeah.
0: So we have some news on March as well from up in sunny Canada.
1: That's right. We're sunny Canada today at least. That's
0: right. For the not next sure couple about, of weeks.
1: Not sure about tomorrow. I think we're going to get rain for the next week, but that's okay. So uh, this article is from NJ Biz Daily, written by Matt Lammers. U.S. cannabis companies tread cautiously into turbulent Canadian market. So essentially what we have here is a growing number of American companies that are cautiously wading into Canada's competitive cannabis industry because they're looking for new revenue streams, and in some cases, relatively cheap assets. I did hear recently that I think the value of the Canadian dollar has gone down once again. Yeah, everything
0: has, man. All of the yeah, currencies have. I know. Apart it's, from the uh, Ripple, just, just so you know.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so executives at a variety of US cannabis companies, uh, a lot of them technology and event firms, beverage and edible makers, um, not really so much cultivators or anything like that, or retailers, but mostly these tech event firms which could include, who knows, wedding planners, I don't know, yeah, um, of course. Beverage and, uh, like I said, beverage and edibles people, they're looking at Canada because they find it appealing that we have a centrally regulated market, even though some of the regulations do vary from province to province, across the board, it's legal at the federal level. And because, despite the fact that Canada has a problem of overproduction and falling prices, these US executives are seeing opportunities north of the border, where they're saying in some of the more robust markets that have been, had legalization for longer, they're seeing sales declining on a year-over-year basis, which is kind of interesting, I thought. I think they may have said one of the, uh, excluding California, but they mentioned specifically Colorado, Nevada, and Oregon, where sales are declining year-over-year. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, It didn't really get into why, but Basically, these companies are looking at coming into Canada, despite the fact that it's still a pretty competitive market up here, as far as some of these things go, but they're like, you know what, there's some opportunities. And I am starting to see like, uh, some of these US companies, like there's Juana and Wild, those are two US companies for sure, and Keefe, which is a beverage maker. Um, they're all available in the Canadian legal market right now. So it's starting to happen and these us companies have money and what they're doing is we already have systems set up manufacturing so they're partnering with canadian companies to bring their product to the canadian market and yeah it's kind of interesting as especially these edibles companies as well like it says here it's no more an ancillary companies that don't even touch the plant so it's not cultivators or retailers like they said earlier it's u.s Companies looking to make some money up, up in the Great White North.
0: Yeah, the old Green Rush.
1: Yeah, I guess because the Green Rush isn't as rushy in the States right mm-hmm. now. I don't mm-hmm.
0: know. <laughs> they don't yeah. want to get involved in, in countries that already have infrastructure for this as so well, don't
1: they? Yeah, that's what they're saying that uh, we have, they have infrastructure up here already. They don't have to come up and like make whole new manufacturing plants or anything like that. They can just partner with existing companies in Canada to bring their, their stuff She's to the to market.
0: to fuck off, man. Be like, no, uh, yeah. this is it's... open for Canadian companies only, motherfucker. This is
3: typically inevitable, though. You know, this is kind of what Thailand wants to do as well. This is just trying to, to create, to, excuse me, create an international cannabis trade and things like that mm-hmm. by legalizing over there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is just, I mean, but we've we've seen uh, what is the Aurora and things like that looking down in Mexico and different different uh, companies. Mm-hmm. Global canna- cannabis is just going to be there. I mean, breeder Steve says if you think this is big now, he says wait till it's coming. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's right. He's on the edge of it. He you can't stop it. So mm-hmm. it sucks though. I mean, it's really going to hurt the Canadian producers.
1: Yeah, it could. But then some of these brands are working with Canadian LPs, so perhaps there's. You know, can some synergies. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's going to like really be better for the consumer or the customer facing uh, retail employee, but somebody's making money.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, could it yeah. possibly let the market more though and drive prices even lower?
1: Yeah, it could. It could because it, it some of these things like the edibles are pretty highly competitive. Um, sector in the cannabis industry right now and there's it's this article is talking specifically about a brand california-based brand called kiva confections Mm -hmm. and they have a number of different brands under that umbrella company and they've just partnered with a canadian a montreal-based license holder because once these these canadian companies have all the licensing and all the markets and the partnership deals already so it just makes it easier for kiva to come in and partner with these companies and then have Mm -hmm. all their edibles in the Canadian market a lot faster than it would be otherwise. And for a lot less money.
3: So they're just paying basically uh, to use these other people's license and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, giving them a percentage of whatever it is. And here you go. Yeah. Still, you know, still that could be Canadian product. That's being sold in Canada. It would be better for the country, I
0: think, but Mm -hmm. it's not something you've looked into doing much. Wouldn't you like to start your own edibles company like that? Oh, hell no. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: no, I mean, for one, I don't have the money. Like these companies are are huge, and I've had a few people on my own show invite me to show about edibles, um, that have said that getting into the edibles business is like a double regulated market because you have all the tough regulations of the cannabis industry, and then on top of that, you have all the food regulations, which are also Ooh, very yeah. strict. So it makes it. Um, it's a, a huge project a huge undertaking i would imagine mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, i don't have the deep pockets or the connections to take a company public or something like that i don't know but it mm. sounds like a lot of work yeah, and then i different. probably wouldn't be available on sunday afternoons and everyone would be sad and you know i'd just be <laughs> alone rolling around in my piles of cash but
2: you know. <laughs> <laughs> swimming pools of time.
1: that's right Scrooge yeah. McDuck you know that's right but would I really truly be happy that's the real question I think the answer is no
0: yeah, yeah yeah I didn't uh, think about it that way it's going to have both the regulation of the cannabis and the food industries
1: aren't they yeah there's a lot of a lot of hoops to jump through to get into mm. that business for sure yeah
3: but it would be nice to be able to whip out a, a couple of trays of cookies and go sell them at the, at the farmer's market on, on a weekend, though, you know?
1: That would be nice. That would be a very different proposition, though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Be nice to be able to do that.
3: Maybe one day.
1: Maybe. One day yeah. we can
0: dream.
1: We can, we can dream. dream. Like with global legalization, we can dream. We can dream. Let's see, <laughs> I mean,
3: I, I, I could go out and make a bunch of rum balls and go over to the farmer's market or on Christmas and sell them and nobody would say anything.
2: Yeah. We probably <laughs> could. Yeah. Uh, Christmas puddings, same thing. Anything, yeah. Cannabis is just treated
3: differently. We know it.
2: Yeah, We'll get there one day. I know my Nana's pudding used to be, buddy, full of uh, of whiskey. (laughs) And rum. Like as soon as you opened it, your eyes are stinging. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Nana wants everyone sleeping over on Christmas Day. Oh, right yeah. so nobody's she well, sure of
1: it nobody's it. <laughs> oh
2: yeah spent 12 months soaking this thing in about four bottles of scotch like you know.
0: <laughs> it won't
2: it won't absorb any more. i don't know what to do <laughs> yeah it's it's more more scotch than it is pudding at that point
0: <laughs> <A> jellied scotch <laughs> yeah. so what we got with your news then Bob. you've got some news for us right i don't know it's good news right
2: I do. It's it's yeah, you could call it good news. Um, so this one comes, it's basically a um, uh, The Guardian and, you know, I'm not a massive fan of The Guardian, but they do they have come up with this one regular cannabis use now more accepted by Australians and smoking tobacco study finds. Um, So regular cannabis use has become more accepted than smoking tobacco, the latest National Drug Strategy Household Survey or the NDSHS has found. Uh, The 2019 data compiled by the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare uh, and released on Friday asked around 20,000 people aged 14 and over about their attitudes towards drugs. It found for the first time, 20% of respondents supported regular cannabis use to 15% in support of tobacco. Um, So, as cannabis became more widely acceptable, more Australians were in favour of greater greater penalties against tobacco use, in line with falling rates of smokers nationally. Uh, So, some 85% of Australians supported stricter law enforcement against supplying minors with tobacco, while about 7 in 10 thought the use of electronic cigarettes or e-cigarettes should be restricted in public places. Uh, So support was highest in the ACT with 72% in favour of the restriction of e-cigarette use compared to 61% in the Northern Territory. Uh, At the same time, a record two in five Australians now support legalising cannabis, an increase of 16% in the last decade. Uh, In some areas, including Sydney, support for legalising cannabis was as high as 60%. Um, In Melbourne, 57% thought the drug should be made legal for personal use, while 47% of Brisbane residents were in favour of its legalisation. So in the ACT, they've had it decriminalised since 2020, and 66% of them um, support legalisation for personal use. So the the findings following a global growing trend in favor of legalizing cannabis for recreational use with some 19 states in the US having legalized joining a string of nations, including Canada, Spain, and Uruguay. So they also followed uh, burgeoning support for legalizing, uh, legalizing, I'm gonna say cannabis, it does say marijuana, uh, legalizing cannabis at the ballot box, micro party legalized cannabis. And we're talking to them this week, actually. Um, picked up between 2% and 7% of the Senate vote in the May federal election in most states and the Northern Territory, despite running no advertising during the campaign. So yes, um, it goes on to say that um, the RMIT associate lecturer and drug policy consultant, Jared Bartle, said reforms that occurred in the US and around the globe were likely linked to the increasing trend in support of cannabis legalization in Australia. Uh, so it's been a demonstration that le- a legalisation model could work here. Uh, so legalised cannabis getting a significant proportion of the vote was another indication there is particularly amongst younger Australians a trend in support of legalisation. Uh, the evidence is legalisation doesn't result in an increase in regular users of cannabis. And it also doesn't result in people under 18 picking up cannabis and that's all good signs in favour mm-hmm. of legalisation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Will it happen
0: know. though? Will it happen?
2: Well, yeah. you know, I mean, I I, I think it's you know I, I, having a chat with um with Michael and Gail um on I think Friday that one is Thursday. Right? Um, oh yeah,
0: it's Friday for you.
2: No, Thursday for us. So to okay. be Wednesday <laughs> for you. Yeah, Thursday yeah. for us, six yeah. pm uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time. So yeah, it's like um, eight o'clock in the morning, isn't it? eight about uh, six pm for us, eight am for you, I think. maybe Uh, someone um, is from me yeah yeah a bit 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 early for monkey too um look i think having a chat with them will kind of give a bit more insight because i'd really like to know how they think um we're we're sort of tracking Mm -hmm. Uh, i i think there's because there's a lot of a lot of bills that have been put through and and put up for consideration um and you know the federal government keeps carrying on about it being a state issue, um, like, and that's that's fine. You know I, I can understand that, but then the state actually has to make an effort. And so far, the only state that's actually bothered to look at it has been Canberra um, and Victoria. And even with Victoria, that was an inquiry. Um, it wasn't you know anything more than that. So I'd, I'd re- I, for me, I, I I feel you know it's something that'll happen. I mean, it's, it's inevitable, it will happen. It's just the amount of pushback um, from the government and from, um, and from pharma and things like that, that have vested interests. I think that's the biggest issue at the moment and, um, and getting that, um, getting it out there and, and you know, getting a bit more awareness around it for people. So people understand that it, it it isn't the devil devil's lettuce that it was in the '70s, and you know that was all a bunch of bullshit, and there was reasoning behind it. Um, and I think that that's going to make a huge difference. And I, I've seen it; I've seen a big difference in in people's attitudes and and the shift in the public attitude towards it just recently. So, you know, fingers crossed. Anyway, we'll see. It's good to see so
0: having the uh, people are turning their backs on tobacco. That's a good thing, mm. man, because it really is yeah. just useless shit that people only take because they're addicted to it in the first place. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we're considering done. the average cost for a pack of cigarettes here is over 50 bucks. so Wow, really? Damn. 50 Damn. Fucking bucks. $50. Oh, yeah, yeah for, so wait. for a 40, 40 pack of smokes, you're looking about 57 bucks. Damn. 40 pack. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, actually,
2: that's
1: yeah. pretty similar to Canada, then. Yeah,
0: 40 pack is a bit much, anyway. What the fuck is that?
1: Well, we have 25 packs and some oh, of those 50, are about yeah. twenty twenty dollars. We had on the brand. some
0: stupid rule where uh, I, mean, right. I don't even yeah. know now, but it's a you buy a 20 bucks that, there's 18 in it or something. I don't know.
2: What? Yeah, there's some stupid rules, man. It's an absolute farce. Well, I mean now, like so we've got plain packaging. Um, so every well, I mean they call it plain plain packaging, but you're either gonna get a half half cut out lung or a brain mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. had a, a bleed on it, or I've and the ones with toe tags well, and things the like gu- that
0: the guy with his face <laughs> in his hands like you know my dick don't get hard anymore
2: yeah yeah, <laughs> we, get some, yeah we, get, we get some shockers but um so everything's playing packaging but yeah they, they keep slapping taxes on and they're, they're saying that they're only going to continue to slap taxes on um so just to keep raising the price and raising the price and hopefully make it so that it's at that point where it's way too expensive um, yeah, Smoker Brian was the one Brian, you know, 35-year-old with lung cancer or something like that. And then it turned out that it that Brian was actually alive and well or something like that. <laughs> 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 they just bullshitted. Because um, it was like a picture of him when he was like 30 and then a picture of him five years later or something like dying in a hospital bed. And then someone came and found him and took a photo of him like a couple of years back. Um, and they were like, he's not dead. He's alive. And then there was this whole big, it's a miracle. It. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I don't think, I think it's fair. I think that tobacco, you know, it's been well and truly proven, um, mm-hmm. to, to cause more issues than it, than it does any good. So, yeah, yeah for sure. um, you know, sorry, smokers and yeah, I'm one yeah. of you, so I don't feel bad. If you're going to help everybody, <laughs> don't smoke. I,
0: I quit smoking in December, like, you know, last year. So it's been mm. over seven months now of me not smoking any tobacco mm. whatsoever. A few hits on a bong, you know, but no tobacco at all. And he's uh, fucking nice, man. He's like, you, your lungs were propping. You can take these big, deep breaths, mm. but you didn't know that you could before. You know? Quit yeah, again. You can do is it. Mixing,
3: is mixing weed and tobacco common in Australia, Bubble Hawk, like it, like Ooh, it is in England? Yeah.
2: It is? Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So here so here we call it spin. Um, okay. Well, I call it, you know, that was what we used to call it. Um and it is really common, especially with, um, especially if you're buying street, but I mean, if you're look, it's, it's hard, it's either hard to get a hold of or it's really expensive to get a hold of weeds. So, yeah, yeah. um, around here, and, it you know, you can. so yeah, a lot of the time it's more about stretching it than it is about, um, actually having that hit, but then you get to that point where you've had it for so long. You get used to it, and then it's just you expect that head rush you get from the tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, but but see, here's the other thing: I I was massive with it. I used to spin all the time, and um, and you know, for jo- I'll put a little bit in a joint now. Um, but when it comes to through glass, if I'm doing you know doing a bong or whatever, nah, won't touch it. And mm-hmm. I bake, my, I I prefer the flavor clean without the tobacco for sure um, mm-hmm. and the high is nicer it's more controllable i know how i you know i know how much i can have and exactly what it's going to taste like and I, pref- I i much prefer it um if i'm going to do if i'm you know and when you grow it you have enough to do that so mm-hmm. if, if i can yeah if you can afford to do it or you have the space to do it and you know get in grow your own it changes the game. It really does. It does. Yeah, going it. out and buying four hundred dollar bags of weed that is just trash. These pills are going oh, up. Don't get man. me on that. that that's a <laughs> rant. That's
0: you know. a hawk
3: rant.
2: Mm,
0: oh yeah. Well, uh, not as good as you know, mine, bro. You know. <laughs> <were> You're lucky.
2: <laughs> hey, you lucky. It wasn't yesterday when I watched that fucking interview thing with about the. Um, about the reefer madness on current affair. Oh my fuck! I would have. I was ready for a rant, and I, <laughs> so lucky we had some time off. I didn't have to. Uh, didn't get on here. Otherwise, yeah, he would have had a long rant about that and about fucking rats and taking more <laughs> heroin and whatever. Oh, no. Yeah, man, so uh,
0: while, while we're here talking to Boba Hawk, your, your light has arrived, right? Your HLG. Has.
2: How is it, man? Is it sexy? It is very. I'm. I'm. I haven't actually hung it yet. Um. So I've been. I've been looking at it and watch. And um, you know, I've just had it in the box. Um, but it's. I like it. Um. It's massive. I will look yeah. at it that. Mm-hmm. It's. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um, but it should nestle in quite nicely next to that SE SE seven thousand. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, mean, being,
0: like, I like the red board. That's nice, man.
2: Yeah. The, I mean, it's, it's cool. It's um, I think it's got more red spectrum from memory. Um, so that's cause these, the spec R's are supposed to have more red. So they're meant to be better in flower or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, I've done a, a limited research. I've been flat out with other things. So, but um, I will be putting it up in the next coming days and there will be a, um, a couple of pictures going up on my, diary on Percy's. so nice. if you want to have a look at it you can jump over and get over there and you can drool over the pictures over there lovely go check it out everybody and
0: we'll have another competition coming up soon with another lights giveaway so make sure you sign up to Percy's and get ready for that
2: yeah, i
3: figured oh it's talking about ice over there in australia's bubble hawk's getting ready to hang this other light i thought he's going to be charging people with the suntan under these things
2: Mm-mm. that's it that's it yeah. well i was talking with woody we're going to set up an elaborate mirror system Oh um, so that i can sort of you know how when they used to open um you know how the ancient egyptians used to use it you know they'd have a skylight and bounce the light off everything right. so we're going to try and work that out so he can use some um, <laughs> and i can and i can have it mine set up over here so it would probably reach as well you know <laughs> yeah yeah well this is this is what we were saying you know it's enough it's enough light it should make it it <laughs> might upset a few people and um might might upset the local raft base, but other than that, we'll
0: be okay. So also, I've been doing lots of work on the highonhomegrown.com website. I know we don't mention the website very much because it's, it's a lot to maintain it. I don't really have time to do things on there, but on Saturday, before I got ill, I fucking smashed loads of hours on it and did a lot of work. I improved the grow guides page, so all the grow guides are on there now. You can download them from there. And I did the interviews page as well. I did all the interviews to the page, so you can go to the single page and see all of the different interviews that we've done is shit. So that's very really cool. Also, I think it was, a, who was it? Was it Arnie Scarpa from last week? Maybe it was the week before, but recently somebody said that we don't have all of the episodes on Spotify and iTunes. So I went and checked that out as well, and I changed some settings. And it, it was it was programmed to show 100 episodes, and we have about 170 episodes. So if you're new listen to the show, uh, if you go back to the social network, the podcasting network that you use, there'll be an extra 70 episodes there that wasn't there before. So go and check out some of the old school episodes that we did. Very cool. Uh, but that's about it for the podcast news as well, right? The forum news. Is there anything else to add? Mm, not that I could think of. I don't think so. No, we're all good. We got Breeder Steve coming in on Tuesday uh, for yes. interview. So if you're we'll around. Venture with Breeder us.
3: Steve. He's always interesting. Fun to talk mm-hmm. to never know what his stories are going to be about.
0: And then we have, uh, you, you mentioned it already, Wawak. Who is it? Gail and who? Sorry.
2: Um, yeah. So we've got Michael Balderstone and Gail Hester. Um, so Michael Balderstone is the leader of the legal, or the president of the Legalized Cannabis Australia Party. Nice. Uh, and Gail Hester is, um, so she uh, did the MCUA, um, which is the Medical Cannabis Users of Australia. Um, and so she's worked. Very closely with the government and um, and with the Legalised Cannabis Party and Michael himself. So, um, it'd be really, really, really good to get on and have a chat with
1: them.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Looking forward to it.
2: You know, maybe we can get some Michael's, ideas. You know? My, Michael's also. Um, he's he spent the last 30 odd years up at the Nimbin Hemp Embassy. So, he's he's really good. So Nimbin uh, is our pretty well cannabis capital. Um, and we have the Mardi Gras every year. Mm. Um and that and we'll have it's been pronounced for Mardi a while. Gras. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Extra S, bro. Extra <laughs> oh, okay, S. You, gotta, okay. you, gotta, you gotta, gotta pronounce that extra S. <laughs> so um, so yeah, it'd be good. Um it'd be good to to get in there and, and have a chat with them because um yeah, they're uh, from from all all reports, they're great. Um great to have a chat with. So and I know I've had um, a couple of emails back from Michael and he's really keen to get in on and have a chat and he loves having a chat. So you know, he'll, he'll talk areas off, which will be good.
0: Sweet. So there we go. That's all the news this week. Then everybody, I hope you enjoyed the news stories and the cannabis news events and the forum news. Sorry. Yeah. And there we go. That was this week's cannabis news. If you have any news stories that you'd like us to cover on next week's show, then you can simply send us an email at highonhomegrown at gmail.com. Or if you're a member of Percy's, then you can just drop me, Monkey, or Boba Hawk, uh a private message over there with the new story you'd like us to cover. But anyway, I'm going back to bed because uh, I feel like shit still because uh, the COVID got me. But I hope you have a good week. If you're around later on, then we're having an interview with breeder Steve. That's uh, on Tuesday, the 19th, which is today. That's at 9 o'clock. You'll be able to see us over on the YouTube channel. But it's been a pleasure. I hope you are having a good week. Stay high. Stay safe. And uh, we'll see you later, hopefully. But if not, maybe Sunday for the next show. Yeah, man. So goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.